0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business
1: Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, this is going to be a good one today. I've been looking forward to welcoming Dr. Ben Zussman, he is with Wellstar North Fulton here, obviously in North Fulton. Uh, we'll get to Dr. Zussman here in a second, but I want to remind you that we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank on Windward Parkway in Alpharetta, and there is a reason why Renaissance tops the ratings when it comes to, well, Time Magazine, Forbes Magazine. They top the ratings simply because they're a great bank to do business with. I know this personally. I think they're big enough to be able to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them small enough to do it in a personal way. So if you're looking for that kind of bank, uh, for your business, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices around the South nearby and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance bank understanding you member FDIC. And as I mentioned, we've got Dr. Ben Zussman with us. He is a neurosurgeon, with the Wellstar Medical Group, more specifically Wellstar North Fulton. Dr. Zussman, welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure having you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy, uh, but we would love to get a, a brief introduction to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about you and uh, what you're, uh, how you're serving folks at Wellstar North Fulton.
0: Sure. So I'm a neurosurgeon, um, and I treat problems in the brain, the spine, and my special focus is on blood vessel problems in the head and in the neck and the spine. But we also do a lot of general neurosurgery too, um, brain tumors, spine problems. Um, and we are in the process of building uh, a new and exciting neurocare line at North Fulton right here in Alpharetta.
1: Wow. That's that, that's exciting. Uh, now, as I understand it, and I may get this wrong, so I'm, this is a question I want, want you to correct me. As I understand it, Wellstar North Fulton is one of the premier uh, stroke uh, treatment hospitals in the state of Georgia. Yeah, Talk about what I'm referring to there.
0: Sure. So we're on our way to becoming uh, something very special community resource here. But let me just back up maybe a little bit and give yeah. some context. You know, Georgia and the whole state here sits in the south of the country in, in an area called the Stroke Belt. mm which um, has a higher rate of strokes in the population. And when patients have a stroke here, they're more likely to suffer or die from it than in the rest of the country. And there are only a handful of hospitals um, who can do what's called stroke intervention, which we'll talk about, I think, you know, moving forward here, but North Fulton hospital now can do that. And we've been doing it day and night um, for about a year and a half now. Um, but most of the other hospitals in the area cannot, um, do this procedure and do these surgeries. And so if a patient's having a major stroke we're one of the few places that can really help take care of them in an aggressive way to, for example, reopen a blocked vessel to the head or patch something that's bleeding in the head. And for that reason, uh, it's a special program. It's a special initiative.
1: So, uh- Let's talk about what exists now at the typical hospital that does not have this treatment. I mean, someone comes in, they've had a stroke, they're, maybe they're about to have one. What's the treatment right now?
0: Sure. A lot of hospitals can take a look at a person when they're having a stroke and take pictures of the head, um, for example, like a CAT scan or a CT scan. And many of them can also give a clot-busting medicine called TPA. But if there's a big blockage in a vessel, for example, if, if the trunk of the tree is blocked, Um, it's really a physical problem. And a lot of times it needs to be reopened uh, with a plumbing procedure. So most of the hospitals in Atlanta and in Georgia cannot do that. Um, You know, about a year and a half ago, there were three centers who could do that in the whole, in the whole city. And we're adding, you know, with North Fulton coming online, we're adding an important resource for a whole area of the city that is outside of the perimeter, has a booming population has a lot of patients who would otherwise need to drive through traffic and takes a long time to get downtown so we're adding a, a public health resource where we can treat these people quickly in their own community.
1: Wow. And time is of the essence. I think that's what you're getting at when it comes to a stroke, some sort of stroke related uh illness.
0: Yeah, time is a very very important factor. It's one of several important factors.
1: Mhm. Got it. Um so let's talk about what what this procedure is all about. You say it's a physical issue. So, I mean, we're talking about something that goes beyond just, uh, medicine or something like that. We're talking about physically getting in and taking out a clot.
0: Yes, sir. So, um, for example, uh, you know, suppose somebody collapses in the workplace Mm -hmm. and we see that they're not moving part of their body, say they're not speaking well and their right arm and right leg have gone limp and clearly something's wrong. You know, their, their coworkers will call 911 and that person will be taken by an ambulance to a hospital. And if it looks like there's a stroke on the pictures, then that patient will probably be given clot-busting medicine, which is called TPA. And if there's a big stroke happening, if one of the main vessels in the brain is clogged, then we now know that that patient really needs to be sent for an emergency procedure, which is called a thrombectomy, which is when we remove the clot and restore flow through that vessel. So if a patient will come, then we go as a bona fide emergency to the operating room and we have a a special room um, where we do these procedures and we enter the body's blood vessels and we usually enter either through the leg or through the arm. And then we snake a series of cables and wires under visualization, up to the area of blockage. And then we reopen it using a variety of tools. And our ability to reopen that safely and quickly um, has led to saving a ton of people's lives or, or helping them to avoid becoming disabled. And what we're fighting for really is saving as much brain as possible. So mm. in a situation of a stroke where a patient collapsed you know, in the workplace, they could potentially, after that procedure, be totally normal again. Um, it just depends if we get there fast enough and if their brain can hold on that long.
1: Got it. Um, so how do you know uh, where that clot is? I mean, do you do a CAT scan beforehand and then that's how you know like where to go in to go after the clot?
0: Yep. We um, First we know from the patient's exam how they look, probably where mm-hmm. the blockage is. Okay. And then we get pictures, usually at the first emergency department they go to, that will show us where the blockage is it's a cat scan usually with dye that will show this and then once that's identified if it's a big blockage then the medicine the clot busting medicine doesn't doesn't usually work well to reopen it maybe one out of 10 times the 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 clot busting medicine works really good for small branches of the tree that could be blocked but for the trunk you really have to remove the blockage mm. so then that patient comes um, either by air, or by ground, to us, and we go right to the operating room, and we have an idea of where the clot's going to be, and then we can see it on our pictures, and we we grab hold of it and pull it out.
1: Wow! So, yeah, uh, and I think I missed a, a a step along the way. So you're going to you're going to get a lot of patients to get referred to you from other emergency rooms. Is that? That's correct. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's very common. Yeah. Okay. Because. Well, Star North Fulton has this technology.
0: That's right. And the ERs in the city are trying to find a place where they can send patients who are having a stroke at that time. The the thing with stroke that's so fascinating is, you know, a patient's not moving their body. Mm-hmm. We know that the brain that controls, say, the right arm and right leg isn't working right now. But we don't know if that brain is dead. And there's a good chance that we could save it. So it's it's truly a race to see if we can reopen that vessel fast enough and a lot of time the brain can hang on.
1: I know every patient's different, but what what's the time that you're talking about typically? Sure. Dr. Sussman? That's a great question. Yeah.
0: So there are a couple different factors. And forgive me for getting a little bit a little bit into the weeds here. So one thing is called collateral flow. And what I tell patients is if you need to get to the airport and the highway is blocked up with traffic, but you know, a side route, there's a good chance you're going to get there in time. Mm. You might make your flight. So some patients have collateral vessels that allow the brain to survive or stay alive. Even when the big highway is clogged, Mm -hmm. other patients don't have that. So if a patient has good collateral flow, the chance of them having brain that's still hanging on is higher. Another thing has to do with how quickly we move Mm -hmm. and In general, we're treating people up to 24 hours out from when their symptoms start. So uh, um, the clot-busting medicine I was talking about before, that has to be given within four and a half hours of the symptom onset. But what if a patient had a stroke in their sleep and woke up and their spouse found them not moving? Mm -hmm. We don't know when their symptoms started. So there are a lot of scenarios that are tricky where it could be that it's been several hours before they had symptoms and we still go to treat them, but patient selection is very important to determine who will actually benefit from these procedures. So we do imaging that tries to show how good is the collateral flow, how much brain is already dead, if any, how much brain is there to save. And we can see that data before we make a decision to go to the OR.
1: Oh, and before that patient gets transferred to Wellstar North Fulton. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Terrific. Um, So let's, I mean, I guess in some of the pre-show conversations I was having about this with with uh, some of your colleagues, uh, I mean, I heard the word miracle. I mean, in terms of what people are able to do after this procedure. I mean, it, it's striking, apparently, um, the recovery time, I guess, maybe is the way to put it.
0: Yeah. when this When this works, it's like a Lazarus effect. You mm-hmm. have somebody who could not talk or could not move and when their brain um, is not dead yet and we restore blood flow, they wake up normal, which is about one out of three times. Wow. And about one out of three times people are somewhere in between. They have some residual symptoms and one out of three times they don't do well. Mm -hmm. And it is a very humbling numbers game um, because I wish it was three out of three patients that were back to normal, but sometimes sometimes, a person's brain has been starved of blood for too long. Right. But when it works, it works. And,
1: but again, though, in con, in contrast to the traditional treatment that's out there, these odds are much better. Yes. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Uh, folks, Dr. Ben Zussman is with us. He is a neurosurgeon at Wellstar North Fulton. I want to... Uh, got tons of questions for you on this dr zussman but i want to just go down a side path here and talk a little bit about you uh why neurosurgery i mean talk about your your history
0: so my my mom was a doctor growing up so i had really an inside look into uh, what it means to be a a physician Mm -hmm. and um i swore i would not do what she did um but then it grabbed me it grabbed me and then um In high school, I got to spend some time with a family friend who was a neurosurgeon, and that was definitely the most amazing thing I had ever seen Mm. um, by a wide margin, Mm -hmm. and I was hooked.
1: Wow. That's cool. Great story. So, uh, and you're from Pittsburgh originally?
0: Philadelphia originally. Philadelphia originally. Uh Uh-oh, I I made a mistake, (laughs) (laughs) but
1: there's a big rivalry between (laughs) Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, folks. Nope. Yeah. But, uh, but you, you came here from Pittsburgh. You came to the North Fulton or the Atlanta area from, from, uh, Pittsburgh. Correct. What drew you here?
0: Well, um, the, the opportunity to really build something that was a true public health need, um, was very important to me. And some of my mentors actually who themselves trained in Pittsburgh, um, have settled here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I felt this was really, an incredible opportunity, especially in this North Fulton area. When we were looking at the map, you know, it's striking that none of the other hospitals in this whole region, you know, do this kind of work. And mm-hmm. so I felt it would be a, a great project to join. And I have some really, really excellent teammates there um, who are helping to build this, you know, and and guide this.
1: That's awesome. Talk about your team. I mean, it, it's, you, you represent a, a pretty big team and a talented team. Talk about your team that you work with.
0: Yeah. So there are teams, you know, on multiple levels of this thing. Um, there's an excellent clinical leadership team and I, I should shout out, you know, Arthur Gregorian is my senior partner and really the lead at uh, North Fulton hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Benedict and Rishi Gupta are the clinical leads for, for Wellstar for the neuro program. Um, at the hospital, John Paul Croom, who I, I think has been on your show before. Yeah,
1: we know that guy. <laughs> uh,
0: John Paul and also Lindsay Petrini oh, yeah. um, have really um, put a ton of work into helping to build something very new for the North Fulton uh, Hospital. Yep. Um, Francis Van Beek is um, the AVP of the Neuroservice Line for Wellstar, and she has uh, done a tremendous amount of work on this. And we have a lady named Liz Peters um, at North Fulton, who's our stroke coordinator, um, who's helping us to put together really a campaign to build what's called a comprehensive stroke center. Hmm. And that is a label, um, um, an accreditation that you can obtain for providing the highest level of stroke care and aneurysm care and brain bleeds or hemorrhages care. And we're well on our way towards that goal.
1: That's awesome. Well, talk about what reaching that goal would mean in terms of how many other facilities around, uh, either in Georgia or nationally have that designation?
0: Yeah, there are, there are three places in Atlanta right now that have that um, designation, and we're hoping to be the fourth. Um, but practically speaking, the public health need is so great right now that we're doing all of these procedures already. We're oh, just wow. working towards our official accreditation as a comprehensive center, but we are providing the care currently that would be provided at any of those other centers.
1: Okay, cool. So you're doing the work already as a comprehensive center. You've got that technology, that expertise uh, with you and your colleagues, uh, but it's just a question of getting the accreditation or certification or what have you. That's right. And
0: that's a several-year process.
1: I got it. Got it. Um, But uh, Wellstar North Fulton is the fourth in Georgia, but the only facility in North Fulton that has this capability in our area, especially
0: yeah. outside of the perimeter, right? North and East of the perimeter. This is a, a, a unique
1: resource. Got it. Um, so you mentioned that we're in the stroke belt, um, that we have a much higher incidence of strokes than others. I, I grew up in the South and Southern food. I get it. Uh, what, I mean, beyond just that, I mean, why are there, uh, Why the higher incidence in this area?
0: That's a tricky question. And there are a couple different um, hypotheses about that, but I don't think we fully know the answer. There are arguments about um, diet. There are arguments about um, access to healthcare resources, especially in South Georgia. Um, A lot of patients have trouble even making it to a hospital. If you look at the um, Georgia public health department, reports and, and, you know, a lot of the, um, general reports on stroke that come out of the state, a lot of patients who are having stroke don't even make it to the hospital at all here. And then we have the traffic Mm. and a lot of patients have delays in getting care they need because it's hard to get around this town quickly, which is another reason why it's great to have, um, a center that can help you nearby. Sure. Um, so there are a variety of a variety of reasons why this might be, but when you look at a map, for example, there are maps produced by the CDC that show areas of the country that have problems with stroke and head bleeds. This area around Georgia um, is just hit in bright colors every time on that map, and uh, it, it's a real problem.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, so, t- talk a little bit about, I guess the the when you have to do surgery. And um, what are the circumstances where you go through this procedure and you say, this is not going to work or what have you. Um, and you make that decision about surgery again, knowing all patients are different.
0: Sure. So, so all good, you know, medicine starts with good facts and good decision-making. And so mm-hmm. when a patient is coming to us, we need to know that there's a good chance that there's brain that's potentially salvageable. And, and, imaging really helps us. So for example, we have um, an imaging study called the CT perfusion scan that makes a map of a patient's brain and shows us which brain tissue is already dead, if any, and which brain tissue is just being starved of blood, but could potentially be saved. And we correlate that or line that up with a picture that shows the blood vessels and where the blockage is and if we see that there's a lot of brain downstream from the blockage that could be saved, then it's a go. Mm. And I have a surprise for you. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a little a little gadget here that we use a lot, which I wanted to show you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, fo- yeah.
0: Yeah. This is called a stent retriever device, and it looks like a a little slinky on a stick.
1: Yeah, it looks. It it's it like a a, a very a uh, um, small in diameter uh, metal wire.
0: That's right. And, and this is a, a a clot grabber, if you will. It's called a stent retriever. And really it took probably the better part of 15 to 20 years of work to get the shape and uh, structural characteristics of this thing. Perfect. Right. But once we go up into the blood vessels inside the brain, we release this device inside the area where the clot is. And it spreads out and grabs the clot, grabs mm-hmm. a hold of it. Right. And then we advance a, a flexible tube right to where that clot is, and we put a strong negative suction on it. And we pull them out together. We pull this stent retriever device with the tube, and it grabs onto the clot good and firm, mm. and pulls it out of the body all together. Oh, wow. And then when we shoot dye through the vessels, we can see that the blockage has been removed and the plumbing is open again.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. That is fascinating. And, uh, uh, folks, this is, uh, I, I'm just amazed at the technology, um, here, but I mean, we're talking, uh, targeted vacuum cleaning is really what yeah. we're talking about. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, grabbing onto what you want to suck out of the body and, and pulling it out. Right.
0: That's right. Without hurting anything. Yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So this is, um, and the way this is done, this is not, I guess, what you would call what I, I as a layperson, would call major surgery, where you're oh, there's an ex, uh, you're opening someone up in in a tr- tr- significant For, so, way, right?
0: So at the end of this case, the patient will have no incision but a dot on their leg or on their arm where we enter the body. Wow! And they had to, um, you have to have a special room, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, a room that has what's called fluoroscopy, which is live x-ray guidance. And Fulton uh, built a truly incredible room for this, which is our neurovascular suite. But there are actually two x-ray machines that work at the same time so that we're um, taking live x-rays in two different dimensions. And while we enter the body's blood vessels with our wires and tubes, we can see how they steer. And we can make a map by shooting dye that shows up on the x-rays through the vessels. And then we work on top of that map in real time inside the body. And so at the end of the case, when we remove the wires, there's just a little puncture hole, Mm -hmm. usually on the leg or on the arm. Yep. And that is all.
1: Wow. That is amazing. Um, so what, given the, um, uniqueness of this care for this area, I mean, what, what's your, capacity these days. And I mean, I could imagine you're probably uh, pretty busy.
0: Yeah. It's a growing process. Mm-hmm. Um, we are full. Yeah. Um, and right now, I don't know, you know, you may be aware in a lot of different industries, you know, because so many people um, had a tough go of it with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to find a lot of people who are willing to work in certain circumstances. So right now, nursing is a very big crisis mm-hmm. uh, in the country. And you know, we have patients flown to us every day from around the state now. Um, in emergency cases, every day, multiple. And I actually have my phone off now for the first time in probably <laughs> probably a couple of months. And I want to yeah. thank um Arthur and my partner, who's covering for me right now. But you, thank you, Arthur. Thank you, Arthur. It's nonstop. Um, and you know, these are patients who if we don't take them in the other hospitals that can do this procedure are full, um they're probably not going to have a good outcome. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a very strong push from the hospital leadership and from our clinical team to bring these patients and really try to help them.
1: So what is the expansion of this capacity? I'm, th- this is probably a question for John, Paul, and Lindsay. You're going to have, him yeah, I'll have to have back I'll have to ask them later. But uh, um, but the, the idea is to expand this capacity over time. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. 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 Um, they want to work you even harder than they're already working, you, I guess, right Dr. Desmond? <laughs> uh that's a good thing. Um but um uh this is exciting uh stuff and I know though that um uh while you are uh dedicated to care and you're happy to see people that you're even happier when they don't have to come see you to begin with, right? That's right. <laughs> so let's talk about stroke prevention for a second. And what's the best way to prevent coming to see you in these circumstances?
0: Yeah. um, It's a great question. And the truth is the hospital is often a place where someone showed up because they didn't do these things. And so then we're dealing with a whole new set of uh, variables. But in general, stroke is a major problem in America and in developed Mm -hmm. countries. And about 800,000 people each year will end up with a stroke. But the The thing, the thing about stroke is that it's the number one cause of disability, because a lot of times a person's left rendered where they can't walk or they can't talk, right? And it's a big game changer for people who, you know, until that time were able to do. So for that reason, uh, preventing stroke is really important. And it's hard to know exactly, but probably about ninety percent of strokes are uh, preventable. So the things we can control are called modifiable risk factors. There's other things that we know are associated with stroke, like getting older that you can't do anything about. That's just the passage of time, but modifiable risk factors are things that everyone probably knows they're, they're boring. Um, they're not, they're not hard to do, but they're hard to keep up with consistently. So Mm. smoking, uh, if you can avoid smoking, that's key hypertension, which is high blood pressure. Is one of the most important things um, that we know. If you can get your blood pressure down, your chance of having a stroke is much lower. Um, obesity, physical inactivity, which is obviously related to obesity, lipids. Um, if a person has the bad kind of lipids in their blood, um, diet modification can be very important. And also, there are medicines that take down the bad kind of lipids. People who have diabetes need to have sugar control, and a healthy diet is important. So. Those things, which are all boring and no one likes to talk about, right. um, and which are really something to discuss with a person's primary care physician, those things, if people would take control of them, most strokes would probably uh, be avoided, and then I would have to look for a new line of work.
1: Well, folks, uh, Dr. Zussman's a great guy, but you really don't want to see him, so <laughs> so he's got some great... Not professionally. Yeah, yeah t- 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 exactly. And we've got he's got some great advice, not just for you, but for me too. So thank you, Dr. Zussman. This is, this has been awesome. And I just, a big thanks to you, all your colleagues at Wellstar North Fulton and the great work you're doing. And, um, um, we, we, we appreciate what you do. My pleasure. Yeah. But before we let you go, let's, uh, direct people that want to learn more about what's going on here, what we've talked about here at Wellstar North Fulton. Sure. Um, website or what have you?
0: Sure. If you're interested in learning more about Wellstar, um, you can just Google Wellstar, go to the um, wellstar.org website. Mm -hmm. And if you look up North Fulton Hospital, um, you'll see that we're building an awesome neuro care service line. Um, We have a great group of general neurosurgeons who do all types of general neurosurgery, but we also have a very um, kind of specialized vascular neurosurgery center where we do blood vessel problems in the brain and the neck and the spine. And we have an excellent neurocritical care team to take care of these patients after they've had their surgery, which is a really important part of things.
1: Terrific. Dr. Ben Zussman folks. Uh, he's a neurosurgeon with Wellstar North Fulton uh, here in uh, the, in the Roswell area. Uh, wow. Dr. Zussman. Thanks again. Thank you. Hey folks, just a, a quick reminder if you want to do some unique team building activities that and you really don't want to risk uh turning your ankle or <laughs> something like that, uh I've got a suggestion for you. That's fun. ANS culinary concepts. Yes, a culinary studio. Imagine that. Uh what a great way to team build, believe it or not, standing around a table, seasoning meat, uh cutting up vegetables, uh uh, Andrew Traub and his team at a Culinary, they do great work, and they set up, set up everything for you, and uh, it's, it's, I've been there, and it's terrific. Uh, so here's what my suggestion is. Go to asculinaryconcepts.com and learn more, or better yet, call Andrew and tell him I sent you. Call him at 678-336-9196 uh, to learn more. And by the way, if you need uh, corporate catering or you've got private events you need catered for, he will do that too. And folks, just a quick reminder that North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps. We're up to show number oh, 415 or something like that. And uh, uh, we've, we've been around for a minute or two. Uh, but what Here's what we need from you. If you are not subscribed to the show, please do so in your favorite podcast app and share the show. It's not about me or business Radio X. it's about our great guest and the great work they do, what you've heard today with Dr. Zussman and uh, Wellstar North Fulton. Uh, we want no- more people to know about their work and the work of other guests that we've had on the show. So you sharing the show help makes helps make that happen. So for my guest, Dr. Ben Zussman, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.